to episode two of Somehow I Dad, a podcast about dad life from our own perspectives, where we share stories and try to make each other better. We believe that being a dad is so much more than changing a few diapers, helping clean up around the house every few weeks, and providing for our family. I'm your host, Garrett, and joining me today from the great state of Ohio, Gordo. Hey, hey. From Arkansas, Abe Phillips. Hello again. And lastly, hailing from Alabama, Tyler Giddens. Hey, yo, what's up? We've got a great episode in store for you guys. Let's get into it. After episode one released, we've got some soaring reviews. We actually wanted to bring on one of our biggest fans. Please welcome Mason, Gordo's son, onto the show. Hello. What's up, dude? What's up, Mason? I'm so glad you're here. Your dad is trash. I know. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Well, everyone, please welcome Mason, Gordo's son, onto the show. Mason, how are you? Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, I've got a, I've got a few questions for you. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, First of all, how is it having Nick as your dad? Uh, pretty good. I'm better at every video game, so (laughs) (laughs) pretty nice. Yeah, does he does he a good job? Does he do a good job at being your dad? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Hello. What's up, dude? What's up, Mason? Oh. I'm so glad you're here. Your dad is trash. That's on the recording. I know. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, everyone, please welcome Mason Gordo's son onto the show. Mason, how are you? Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, I've got a, I've got a few questions for you. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, first of all, how is it having Nick as your dad? Uh, pretty good. Pretty I'm good. better at every video game, so <laughs> pretty nice. Yeah. Does he does he a good job? Does he do a good job at being your dad? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> He feeds me. He feeds you. Sometimes. Well, good. Sometimes. <laughs> if he didn't feed you, I'd probably have to call the authorities on that one. So this couldn't be going. I'm good. Better. I'm gonna post CPS number in the chat. So anybody <laughs> Mason is there. Cough twice right. if you need help. <laughs> no coughs. So we're good. All right. Um, if you could choose a new name for yourself, what would it be and why? Uh, when I was like. Five or six years old, I was always, I always wanted to be named Michael for some reason. I don't know why. And now, um, I don't really know. But yeah, it's always been like Michael or something. Okay. Yeah. I like Michael. Is it because of Michael Jordan? Do you know who that is? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I think it, I, I'd like to be called Michael because I'm Michael Jordan. Let's see here. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um,. I've always thought of like maybe an actor or a YouTuber or something. Okay. Who's your favorite actor or YouTuber now? Um, actor, probably like Tom Holland or something. And then YouTuber, I don't really know so much. Okay. There's a lot of YouTubers. Do you like Mr. Beast? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool. How could you change the world if you could? I know that's kind of a hard one. Uh, just like peace and stuff and like everyone's like nice and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that would, that would make the world a lot better of a place. And then, uh, last, last question I have for you. Who's better at, you, at video games? You or your brother? Um, maybe him at one game, just a little bit, but every what, other game. Yeah. What maybe. game is he better at? Uh, maybe Fortnite, just because I switched my console, just because of that. Okay, all right. <laughs> but you're better. You're better at everything else. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for no sure. <laughs> for sure, hands down. Awesome. But he's not as bad as my dad, though. That is. For sure. <laughs> all right, Mason. Is there anything else you wanna you wanna tell our listeners while you're here? Uh, no, not really. No. All right. Well, sweet. Thanks so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Be Michael. You can give that. See you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, see you, Mike. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. Does anybody have any stories that you want to share from the past few weeks? 
So Christmas was different than I've ever seen a kid experience Christmas. So she woke up and came in and we got her like this little vanity with a mirror and like some play makeup. And she loved it. And she would sit at it and she would like play with her makeup, but she wouldn't want to open anything else. We had to like force her to open another gift and she would open that gift and she wouldn't want to play with anything else. Not even the vanity. It was whatever she had at that very moment. (laughs) That's all she wanted to play with. And I felt like that was a, that was kind of weird because I've never seen a kid do that where they were just focused on the one thing that they had just opened. I guess she yeah. was just living in the moment. We opened presents for like three hours. Like Holy she only had, she had like maybe 20 gifts, you know, some small stuff, some big stuff. And it took us like three hours to open 20 presents because she just would focus on one thing and I guess just live in the moment on that one thing. And she was just having a ball. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, opening opening gifts at our uh, <clears throat> our family's Christmas was funny because uh, we went to Kate's parents' house and she has two little sisters, um, and they open presents like they're going to keep the wrapping paper year to year, <laughs> and they take forever <laughs> to open presents, and they they love it like they it, it's hilarious, but they yeah they just they they That's open each present to. like they're gonna save the paper yeah. year to year. So my mom used to be with the boxes. I'm like. I'm like, why are you like that with the with like the closed boxes? But then she would the always put like a piece of, yeah, she'd always put like a piece of tape on it in the most inconvenient spot where you like don't see it and you rip the box beforehand. And yeah, so. <laughs> that's the way we are with like uh, bows and ribbons. Like you have to be very methodical and careful on how you take a bow and a ribbon off, or else it's bad news. <laughs> yeah, my family. Do you guys reuse them, bro? We've had some for. No lie, like ten years. So what, <laughs> so what do you, what do, you do after you do? There's like a Walmart. You say, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna need that back," or what? No, it, be careful with the bow. Be careful with the bow. Be careful, <laughs> dude. Ribbons like two dollars a roll. There's a very I never want to get from you that you have to take a bow off. Like my grandma would lose her ever loving mind if you ruin one of her bows. Oh my god! Yeah, it's oh. yeah, yep. So we now do bags and <laughs> tissue paper for family Christmas. Now we'll wrap kids' much. presents, obviously, because it's fun <laughs> ripping that paper. Obviously, but so the bows don't yeah. even serve a purpose anymore. They just sit in like a glass hutch at home, or what? Is it like a shrine? <laughs> no, a shrine? no, no. Maybe to my grandma, but uh, it's just like it's been happening oh. for so many oh. years that now it's like I don't even think about it anymore. It's just like a a thing that is there, like bows, <laughs> and then half of them nice. half of them look like they're from the eighties, so they don't even really like match the wrapping anymore. But it's just like it have a bow on it. They're like discolored and yellow. Yeah, <laughs> milk stains. Dude, my dad was doing that last week. Like we opened gifts with like my nieces and my brother and everything. And uh, the nieces were opening everything. And when they got done, he was like, hey, girls, when you're done, Nana wants those bags back. She's going to pack those up for next year. So just pass those around when you're done. <laughs> what? <laughs> bags are like a dollar. Dude, inflation, man. Inflation out here killing everyone. Jeez. He's going to start asking for the gift back to rewrap it for next year. <laughs> if you don't like it, just give it back. I still got the You'll receipt. like it eventually. Oh, by the way. What's my hand next year? I'm grateful. <laughs> <laughs> swear to god you'll love this toaster just this is not the year sorry grandma and now my house has two toasters what am i gonna do with two toasters <laughs> a reoccurring segment on our show will be the mailbag where we take a few questions from instagram youtube and email if you have a question about dad life parenting married life or just general questions about Gordo's roller coaster tycoon builds. Uh, we did get a few last week. Gordo will be reaching out to you personally. Uh, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, but please follow us and message us on Instagram at somehow I dad. Comment and subscribe on YouTube at somehow I dad and email us at somehow I dad at gmail.com. We actually didn't receive any questions from you guys, the listeners this week. So I actually have a few questions for you guys. Uh, As a new dad-to-be, I'm constantly observing and trying to learn as much as possible. Um, And I've been really thinking about some stuff that I really wanted to grab your guys' opinion on. Uh, The first thing is, how do you discern and draw the line between pushing your kids to do hard things, 
but not pushing them to do things that they don't want to do because they don't like them. We're, we're like right in the middle of that right now, to be honest. Well, I would say probably, probably okay. on the tail end of it. Um, so Roman, my four and a half year old is a lithium battery of energy, right? He just goes and goes and goes. And so we wanted to, we wanted to try to do something. So we tried indoor soccer. That was a catastrophe. Um, because he's not a, a rule follower. He's just like me. He doesn't like to follow the rules. Um, and so we took him out of, we, well, we finished indoor soccer, um, by the grace of God, we made it through that. And then we put him in Taekwondo. Uh, well, it's really like a mixed martial arts kind of thing, but they teach like a little bit of okay. jujitsu, karate, Taekwondo, like a real mixture of kind of things. And so he did yeah. great for the first few months. We did it for about six months. And then towards the end of it, he started to, he's like, he progressed pretty quickly. And if things don't keep his attention, then he gets, he gets pretty frustrated and pretty bored with it. Um, and so we fought that battle. It was pulling teeth to try to get him to, to go and to listen and, and all that kind of stuff. Not that he was really misbehaving yeah. or anything, but he was just, you know, being a, being a four-year-old, right. His attention was elsewhere. He wanted to do other things. And, and we really had like, to the best of my ability, had the conversation around being, you know, we meet our commitment. We signed up for a year, you know, we're going to, we're going to yeah. do this for the year and then we can move on to, you know, really move on to something else. And, um, it, it, at first, you know, he's four and a half. And so we don't necessarily know what he likes or doesn't like, <laughs> Right. Like we know what he gravitates towards. That's very apparent. And it just kind of got to the point to where he was just like, he was very articulate for what he was, what he was saying. It was like, dad, I don't like going. Right. Like, and once it, at first he said it a couple of times and I feel, I feel a little bad. Right. Because at first he said it and it was like really one of those, like, dude, you're, you're, you're four. Right. Like it's just, you know, it's just one of those things you'll get used to it type of thing, yada, yada, yada. But until he finally, like, I could just start to see the dread in him and his whole mood would start to change. Um, and it wasn't like that for the first few months. And then it really kind of started to get that way. And then he got in trouble and he had to, he had to like sit aside in one of the classes. He didn't get to be a part of it. And and when we walked out, he just kind of, he like grabbed my hand and said, dad, I don't like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. And that was it. Like yeah. I, I, it resonated in my soul, right. Of like, he's, he's making direct contact with me. He's talking directly to me and, and articulating that he does not like what he's doing. Right. And I thought, and, and every time I get to that moment, I always think back to the time when me and my dad were at the motocross track and I was like, dad, I just don't feel like this. I don't feel like riding. My dad was like, yeah, okay, let's go. And there was no, like, there was no question, right? Like I didn't see any anger from him. I didn't see anything. And so that was kind of, for me, my moment to be, to be my dad to him. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, all right, dude, that's fine. If you don't want to do this anymore, then, then we don't have to do it anymore. Um, and yeah. so now it's been now it's been very difficult because he says that about dinner, right? He'll say it about, he'll say it about bedtime. He's like, "Dad, I don't like yeah. this," and I'm like, "Okay, listen, dude, right? Like, I get it, but you know." So that was really for me. Like, I really felt it in that moment of like, "Okay, I, like, I really, I hear you, and I understand what you're saying." So I'm I'm gonna meet you there, and and we'll you know we'll yeah. stop going. So. It took a little bit to get to that point, but I'm glad we got there. So, dude, I um, I struggle with it honestly because, like, I I'm the type of person that, besides everything outside of video games, like if I'm bad at it, I just I usually give up pretty quickly. Um, so it's been kind of the story with a lot of things I've stopped and started them, mm -hmm. and I think definitely Mason has kind of taken on that same thing. Dom too, to a certain extent where if they're just not good at something like it's just like well why do you even why even start it like let's just focus on something that i'm good at type of thing and um so it's hard trying to find that line for us of like you know pushing them we did we did sign them up for a 
like you know they have nothing to do during the winter so we signed them up for a fortnight league last year and they did like these fortnight tournaments they ended up coming in first place in their division and everything right. um against like organized schools and they were just like a random thrown together team and stuff but they they like hated it after a while they were getting <laughs> coaching from like from like professionals and you know like that's sure that they would love to be pro video gamers but they just started to hate it they're like we just absolutely hate this so it was kind of one of those things like abe said where it's just like all right dude like no worries however you know i i do go a little bit different than abe on this part is i'm like however we do have a commitment because there's other there's teammates involved and if you guys just quit you know with three four weeks left then you're just leaving them hanging for those tournaments so yeah you know, there's an aspect to it where it's like, let's look at how, you know, if it's, if it's something that's like messing them up mentally, emotionally, physically, in any type of those ways, like, yeah, we'll cut it out. We'll, we're done right then and there. If it's just something that they're bored of, you know, cause they get that tendency for me, then it's, it's like, Hey, let's try to stick this out for the other people. So, um, yeah, so yeah it's just trying to find that. It's trying to, yeah, it's trying to find that. It's trying to find that fine line. Like with music, you know, I mentioned they didn't really have any interest in it. It's like, all right, cool. No worries. Like if you have any interest in it, let's, let's chat about it later on. Like if I'm not the good, if I'm not a good enough teacher for you guys, like I'm your dad, like let's get you into something where, you know, they can, they can teach you in a different way than I can. So it's just all about having that balance, just taking it as a case by case type thing for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I guess my child's not old enough for me to experience that yet. I guess the closest thing that we experience is like getting her to try new foods. So it's really, really hard to get her to try new things because she wants to eat the same things every single day. <laughs> um, and if, if you do make her try something, she immediately says, I do not like this. I don't like this. I don't want that. And then she'll go get another bite. If, if she does like it, she'll go get another bite. And she says, I don't like this. I don't want this. And she'll get another bite. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's hard to tell what she actually likes and what she doesn't. And it's hard to tell what she just doesn't want to like and what she doesn't like. So like, how do we force her to try new things without forcing things down her throat that she doesn't want to eat? It's, it's kind of a, the same question that I, I've had as, as far as that regard. How, but how old is she? Yeah. I don't really have an answer. She's two and a half. She'll be three. And Dude, so what, what we ended up doing was we get like if you you hear the happy plate term i hate that term by the way it for some reason it just bothers me but um we started i can't remember where my wife read it but it was something like they should get they should get a tablespoon for their age so like uh we realized that we started giving her like our daughter um and we did this with roman too we started giving him less food um, just a little bit, not like starving him or anything like that. Um, <laughs> but we started giving them less food and realized that they started eating better. They started trying different stuff because you set a plate in front of them and there's only like a little pile and it's not overwhelming. Uh, and so once we started doing that, it was very weird. Like they started eating like Brussels sprouts and, uh, you know, all that, like all that other kind of weird vegetable stuff. Once we started making smaller portions. So I don't know if that would help, but I don't know if it's like a psychological thing or, or what, but I don't know. And that's another thing. Like you can, you can give her a certain amount and if she's hungry, she's going to be like, I want more mac and cheese. I want more mac and cheese. And she won't leave you alone until you make her more mac and cheese. <laughs> like That's the way she is. So I don't know how you balance that. I mean, I guess give her the mac and cheese, and then if you want anything more, you've got to. I have, uh, I have definitely snuck smoked chicken, shredded up into mac and cheese before, without question, <laughs> no shame. <laughs> hey, I need that recipe. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I think I know what I'm eating for dinner tomorrow night. It's good, man. <laughs> Uh, next question I have for you guys. Uh, this is a fun one. Um, how do you tell your kids that they aren't good at something? Like, uh, <laughs> like, say your kid <laughs> loves to sing, but is just god awful at it. Like, how do you, how do you manage, um, and how do you deal with that? We just have an open. I mean, we just we're just very open with each other about those things. Like, 
Like, I don't think there's anything that I've had to come out and be like, hey, you guys should probably not do that because you suck at it. But like, <laughs> you know, I think we just have a, like a very open policy because they tell me constantly like they're like, dad, you can't sing like you're not good at singing. Don't sing, yada, yada, yada. So they are very open with me to where, you know, if it was something like that. I, I could definitely uh, I definitely be comfortable sharing it with them. And it's funny, too, because because Mason played baseball last year out of nowhere, like just wanted to play baseball. And so I thought that I was going to have to have that conversation with him, like, like, hey, buddy, um, you know, you randomly want to play at nine years old, but your brother's been playing since he was like four and five years old. Like, there's going to be some talent. There's going to be some. There's going to be a discrepancy in your skill. Yeah, exactly. And what was crazy, though, is that, I mean, Mason's not a pitcher, but he came out there and looked like he played baseball his whole life. Mm-hmm. And then this past year in 20, that was 2021 and 2022. I said, Hey buddy, you want to play baseball? I'm going to sign you up. He said, no, thank you. He just didn't want to. <laughs> he just had no desire to play baseball. And I'm, he and accomplished I'm like, what he wanted to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. And for 2023, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm thinking about maybe playing again. Like he's just, he's just, you know, he had to go out there and prove to himself like, Hey, I can do this. And he did. I mean, he was, yeah. he went out there and nobody had any idea. It was his first, first in, apparently now only years so yeah that was definitely one of those times i thought i'd have to tell him like hey buddy you know like don't feel bad but it turned into a good thing and really since then like i mean i really haven't had to have that that conversation like but but on the flip on the flip side like i don't i don't boost them up about things that they're terrible at and tell them that they're good at you know what i mean like i'm not over here saying oh you're gonna be on you're gonna be an opera singer mason you know what i mean like we know it's not realistic so it's yeah it's just like a fine line but um does that yeah even with them being does that um does that make you nervous uh and and the context behind that question is like the future of him just kind of flipping the switch on and off because didn't you mention earlier that that was kind of your tendency of starting and stopping multiple things right like no i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm no yeah no no i'm laughing because you're spot on that's why i'm laughing yeah so i like that question abe i i, I would say yes and no because i i look at myself and i get frustrated that it's taking me 31 years to get to where i'm at now when i know if i would have tweaked a couple different things if i would not have quit <laughs> things certain things so soon that i would have been a lot further in several different areas so yes and no because the lessons that i've learned yeah. along that way yeah. like i i don't know it, it's it's always like when i was 20 years old i wanted to become a millionaire but it's like you know how non-responsible you would be with a million dollars at 20 years old so it's like you have to have that experience really and not everyone has to have that but i i think for my personality type mason's personality type it's lessons are best learned through you know going through it yourself i think oh yeah so yeah to answer your question Mm -hmm. there's some of it i let slide and then and then there's a lot of it that i use myself in his example and I say, buddy, you know you're a lot like me. Here's something that I did. Here's yeah. how I screwed it all up. Here's gotcha. how it turned out. Don't follow that same path because you already know how it's going to end. And I know there's some things that he's like, cool, dad, sweet. And he's still going to do them. And then I know there's things that he's like, okay, you know, I, I see that too, dad. So, yeah. 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 Question, Dave. I like yeah. that. Thanks. I don't really have much to add to this topic because my son is four and a half. My daughter is one and a half. So they're, they, they struggle with everything. <laughs> so um, one thing that definitely makes me nervous is, yep. uh, well, if you've never seen me in real life, um, I'm five, five on a good day. Uh, <laughs> we have when the wind's blowing. Um, and, and I always say that because I'm five, six. So. My son is absolutely obsessed right now with basketball and so <laughs> yeah you're saying was, that last I'm, time uh, that makes me nervous dude because like 
I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to mentally prepare myself to be like, okay, look, if you're going to do this, right. Like we got to do it right. Right. Like we've got like, yeah. if, if you really, my dad was a very big component in like, he would read every book that he could about whatever I was into at the time. What rid, ended up really sticking across the years was uh, fishing, racing motocross, and then building uh, like import cars. Um, and so he would just read everything underneath the sun and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, I, I played basketball one year and my dad had that conversation of like, Hey, we're going to get, we're going to get somebody to, to help kind of train you if this is what you want to do, because I don't play basketball. I'm not good at it. Um, so you're not tall. Uh, you're fast. Um, but everybody is head and shoulders above you. <laughs> so if you're going to do this, this was yeah, like eighth yeah, grade yeah. and I was, I was maybe pushing four and a half foot, like, you know, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, that's something that I mentally struggle with for sure. Like, how do I? How do I yeah. I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like as we're talking, like my head's kind <clears throat> of like just gears are spinning and I wonder if it's trying to teach your kids the difference between like a career path and what hobbies are like, <clears throat> cause I feel like when you ask a kid, like what they want to be when they grow up, it's like what they're obsessed with and what they love to do right now. Um, or something that they like, they, they think they could see themselves doing down the future. Like maybe they, they want to be a firefighter or they want to be a doctor or whatever. Um, or they want to be a basketball player, but is it because they actually want to be a basketball player? Or is it because they love basketball right now? And that's, who, what they what they love to do and i wonder if it's like is it is it more so trying to teach your kids that you can have different hobbies that you don't have to be amazing at and you can still enjoy them and that doesn't have to be your career path and that's okay i like, think it's i, don't know. I think it's uh, that's that's a really good point to be honest i think for me i i want like like i i got pretty close to being able to make things pretty serious racing motocross. Um, yeah. And towards kind of the end of my, so I rode, I started riding when I was like eight, seven, when I was, when I was about seven. Um, and then I started to go to, when I got about 18, 19, I really started to get into like import, like tuner cars. And so now I'm still into them right? Like modifying trucks, modifying cars, doing mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But like, if I did that for a living, I would hate it because I like to, yeah. you know, and I, I like, I like to, you know, tinker with that kind of stuff. And so for me, I go back to kind of to your point, Garrett of like, if you're going to do something and you think that that's what you want to do, then go all in. Like that's, that's some yeah. of the regrets I had, you know, a little bit when I was younger in life is like, I had opportunities that I just, I just kind of half-assed if you will. Right. Like, so yeah. I, I want Roman to understand and Cora to understand that if you're going to do it, do it to the absolute best of your ability, but mm -hmm. to, you know, to, to Nick's point earlier of like, you know, his, his, his son getting coached in, you know, Fortnite and all that kind of stuff and realizing that that's not like, it's not fun anymore. All of a sudden, if that now, if you want to go down that career path and make your hobby a career and automatically it's not fun, then that's not what you need to be doing. You need to be doing something yeah, else. For sure. But that doesn't mean that you can't bust your ass at it and be the best that you, that you can be at it. You have to have, like, yeah. I think as a parent, you have to be ready to have those conversations of, listen, you're not going to make it to the next level here. Right? But yeah, and saying that's okay. that to like, not, you know, as I, as those words leave my mouth, it's, it's, it's like a very bad <laughs> taste because yeah, it's like what I don't want to do is squash any of their dreams. Right. Like so you kind of, I, I feel like that you kind of have to let them learn that the hard way of like, yeah, I feel like those conversations come very naturally. Yeah. 
like yeah I, I i feel like they don't because you never really have to come out and say that because at, at a certain aspect like you know at the age that they're at now like they know you know what i mean like they know like hey i'm you know probably not going to be in the nba whatever so it's like there's certain things that are just kind of givens um but there's also a flip side of it because it's like I'm the same way. I'm five six on a good day, and Dominic seemingly inherited my genes, and so he's probably not gonna. He probably will be taller than me, but not by you know not by a whole lot. But I could have simply had that conversation with him, you know, years ago, and just been like, "Hey, you're not gonna go to the next level," but that would have hindered him, you know. And now he's yeah. now he's playing. He's playing for his school. Um, he's playing in the middle school team. He's a sixth grader. They said, hey, look, we have enough seventh and eighth graders on the team that like the sixth graders are probably not going to get a lot of play time. And I said, you know what, Dom? Like, why don't you just stay on the team and just learn? Just hang out, just have fun, the camaraderie, you know? And yeah. And so he gets when they're when they're crushing other teams, they'll put they'll put a couple of the sixth graders in at the uh towards the end of the game. Well, he made his first shot the other day. You know, he's one of the he's one of the shorter ones on the team, but it's like it's like his ball handling, his his he is he is compensated in every other area. The one area he can't control is his height, but every other area that he can control, he's just as good, if not better, than a lot of those, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth graders that are out there. Yeah. And so I think that's why my best advice is don't even worry about those conversations. Like like I think for sometimes it's for as fathers with sons it's our pride that we're trying to protect like yeah you know we don't want to throw we don't want to throw our son out there and then him be the one that's like twirling the bat or (laughs) running to third base instead of first you know what i mean like there's a lot of that to it yeah so i my best advice (laughs) is just with having the oldest kids is just just let those conversations come naturally you probably will never have to say that and that's yeah. probably the best thing you can do for him because I have no idea. Dominic could be the next Nate Robinson slash Steve Nash. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So like I have <laughs> right. no idea. Um and in in he's fantastic. So it's it's just one of those things. Yeah, that's all I got for that. That's good, dude. Yeah, that's that's really good. good. Basically what I took from that is is push them to be the best that they can be at the highest ability that they can. And as long as as long as they're exactly. giving it their all and they're doing the best that they can, it's not going to matter. I love yeah, that, yeah. dude. That's that's good advice, man. That's, that's really good. good. Right, I feel like I want to be that person that my kid can come to and like I can be honest with it, and I can I can tell them whether they're good at something or not, and them not get offended. Like they can come to me and say, "Am I actually good at this?" Like. Should I keep pursuing this? And I can actually give them good advice. And I'm not just like, yeah, keep on, keep on. And they actually suck at it. Um, Cause everybody's not good at everything. You just, you have to find what you're good at. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the, the way I want to be. I want to be supportive of them, but I don't want to be a jerk, but it's I want to be honing honest. in. It's about honing in what they're good at. You know what I mean? Like Dom's a great, Dom's a great pitcher. Dom's a great catcher. But Dom is probably not going to be the greatest center fielder, like third baseman. So, it's, you know, I would tell him that, like, hey, buddy, no, we're not going to put you on third base. Like, that, you're not going to be good there. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can tell him that, but try to hone in on, like, what they're, yeah, what they're, what they're actually good at and just, yeah, not lying to them, but encouraging them to, you know, put their best foot forward and they're all for sure. It's good stuff. On this week's episode, we wanted to talk about our New Year's resolutions and goals we have for our kids and for our families. We encourage you to write down a few goals that you may have for you, your marriage, or your family. You don't accidentally just end up having a great family or being the best version of yourself one day. You've got to enter that destination into the GPS and do the work to get there. Guys, what are some uh, some goals that you have for yourself, your family, or for your kids in uh, 2023? So welcoming in a new baby into the family in 2023. Let's go! I uh, I don't want the car to break down. I don't want to run out of gas, and I don't want it to catch on fire. So uh, avoiding all disaster <laughs> and uh, keeping things as normal as possible 
Um, cause everything's about to change having two, two kids at one time. Um, trying to bring in a newborn with a three-year-old that's going to be absolutely obsessed with this baby yeah. is going to be insane. So I think just staying above water for 2023 <laughs> is, is my goal. And anything above that is just above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, we don't really do new year's resolutions. <laughs> I say every year that I'm going to, I'm going to start working out again. And then I hibernate like all winter. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how i'm feeling already yeah. um you know and I'm, I'm i'm thinking about getting a gym pass and then honestly with the kids like you know dom dom's done really well with just getting into basketball you shed some weight um you know so i think just trying to get out get to like the bike park more often during the winter is definitely like a goal of ours to stay stay healthy and active but really other than that i mean just the um you know we're just kind of chasing peace and consistency over here just yeah you know, all of us just, just kind of having, just kind of realizing that it's okay to, for everything to just kind of be low key. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. And just have a peaceful year this, this coming year. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't really do new year's resolutions. We have enough, I have enough goals at work. <laughs> so, <I> think, <laughs> you know, I think, Same. you know, it's, it's, we obviously work towards, you know, retirement and, and all that kind of stuff. When we take a look at, you know, relook at everything at the beginning of the year and, and, you know, what do we want to try to do for this year and what do we want to get or really what we focus on, I, I would say is really just getting things paid off, right? Like we're, we're so close yeah. to debt free. Um, well, That's awesome. I say that we just bought a new house. I have to take that back. Um, <laughs> Um, but as far as like, as far as only having a house payment and then like regular bills, obviously yeah. that, that come with a house. So no credit card debt or anything like that. So we're, you yeah. know, we're, we're doing pretty well there. I think for, for us, you know, yeah. this year is going to be a big one, um, because Roman's obviously going to go to kindergarten. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm not. That's a that's an episode of making. Right yeah, there. I don't want to go too far down that one because I'm going to get a little emotional because I'm not. I'm not ready for yeah. it. Right. Like he, I love, like, I love that kid to death and it just, it yeah. like, it just, it, it's terrifying. I'm, I'm pumped for him, but you know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's terrifying in the same right. And him and his sister aren't going to go to the same daycare anymore. So we're going to have to like, it's going to be the first year that, you know, I go one direction. My wife goes the other direction on getting the kids. And then what does dinner look like when, what time are we getting home? So it's really like kind of just preparing for that new season because we've got obviously no clue what yep. it's going to be like, but just making sure we've got some sort of plan, you know, in, in place to make sure that like, because we <laughs> fell into, we fell into the, um, we had a lot of activities after work. For, for the kids. And so it was just like, oh, let's just, you know, yeah. let's hit Chick-fil-A on the way home or let's just, you know, Uber something or, or whatever. And we took a look at finances and, and stuff. And I about fell out because I'm like, oh, my Lord, like it doesn't seem like that much if you do it here and there. But man, over a month, it really adds yeah. up. And I'm like, that's another freaking car payment. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. so here we are, you know, focusing on getting debt free. And then all of a sudden we're spending a car payment over a car payment, you know, on, on eating out because we're just being, to be fair, being lazy. So, yeah, it's just going to be yeah. a, it's going to be a, like a season of anticipation, I think of, of, of things and knowing that yeah. no matter how we anticipate it, it's still not going to go anything like what we expect. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Being flexible and yeah. just rolling with it. Rolling with the yeah. seasons, baby. Yeah. And me and me yeah. and Mel, me and Mel, there's a lot of parenting aspects that we do. This isn't probably should be another episode, but um a lot of parenting aspects that we do very similar, but then there are a lot of things that we look very differently on. Um and so it's really been as they get as Roman gets older and as Corey gets older it's very apparent that those things are coming to light now and we're not on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So 
mm-hmm. you know, I think 2023 is going to be very interesting and, and Roman going to kindergarten is only going to exacerbate a lot of that stuff. So we're just, we're just praying to stay diligent and, and working through it and, and with grace and, and uh, you know, that'd be that. So. Yeah. In 2023, my life was going to change. Like I can't even imagine um, having our first kid. Um, from what everyone's yeah. told me, no amounts of preparing <laughs> or planning can prep me for how this baby is going to rock my yeah. world. Good luck. Um, <laughs> so with that in mind, um, <clears throat> I just want to make sure that I'm the gr- most grounded that I've ever been. I don't want all of this change and all of this chaos and everything to just like completely shake me. I want to make sure that I'm grounded. Um, <clears throat> so to do that, I want to make sure that I'm that I'm reading the the Bible the most that I've ever been. Um, for me, that's what grounds me as, um, the most and gives me as much wisdom as possible. Um, so I want this year to be marked by that. I want to be marked by by reading the Bible more than I ever have been. Um, I also want to make sure that I'm taking care of myself physically. Um, and I know everyone says that, uh, but I've, I've got, <laughs> I've got a new reason, um, to really put that into action with my son. Um, and I want to make sure that I can be, uh, the best version of myself for him and be around as long as possible for him. For my family in 2023, ah, oh, man, it's, it's hard because I've never had a son before. So thinking of goals for the three of us this year is a first, uh, but at the end of the day, it's more, a few words that I want to claim over my family than goals that I want us to achieve. The words that I want us to have and the words that I'm going to claim over us are joy, peace, and strength. Um, I really can't fathom what 2023 is going to look like, but through it all, I want to have joy through all circumstances, peace in the chaos, and strength to overcome whatever the world throws at us. Um, but I'm I'm just really, really, really stoked for this year um, and to meet, to meet my boy for the first time. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Definitely praying for joy and for all you guys, joy and peace are like the two, <clears throat> the two single most things as a, as a dad that you realize, like kind of circling back to gifts. It's like, those are really two of the gifts that two of the greatest gifts that you could have is just, is just joy and peace in your family. So yeah, yeah man. Great. Appreciate that. Aren't you tired of your toddler not pulling his or her weight? Well, then I got great news for you. The Baby Mop. This sucker is the original formula from 1998 and even won the 99 most unuseless Japanese inventions. Works virtually on any surface and even works great on stairs. For your babies or a gift for any newborn, we even offer sizes suitable for children up to 18 years old to make sure that they're pulling their weight till you kick them out. Babies were never meant to be trouble. Enjoy watching them clean your whole house while you sit back and drink a mimosa while catching up on Bluey on a Saturday morning. Witness this special moment when a person becomes useful for the first time in its life. What a beautiful moment that is. Call now. Well, uh, every episode, we want to end with a question for you, our audience. You can respond on Instagram at somehowidad. Comment and subscribe on YouTube at Somehow I Dad or email us at Somehow I Dad at gmail.com. Last episode, we asked, Who is your favorite TV dad and why? Let's hear what you had to say. Ryan from Indiana said, My favorite TV dad from my childhood has to be Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good one. He reminds me of my own dad in a lot of ways. My dad wasn't a huge grunter, but he has always been handy and subsequently hurting himself. That being said, the best dad on modern TV is Bandit Healer from the kids cartoon Bluey. I think the world would be a much better place if dads everywhere aspired to be more like him. I'm loving the podcast so far. Keep dadding. Thanks so much, Ryan. I appreciate that. And I love... I love that. I love, Tim the Toolman Taylor was was a was a staple for me growing up. Dude, I can't wait till you start watching Bluey, uh, Garrett, because that is uh, that's Evie's favorite show right now. And, yeah, uh, it's funny because every time I'm watching it with her, I'm like, I'm like, man, if I could just be half the dad this freaking dog <laughs> is, like, <laughs> life would be so much better. That's yeah. funny, Ryan. I, I I feel that man. Uh, there's two that come to mind, um, and that's. 
Philip Banks from Fresh Prince. Bro, you can't steal my uh, Uncle Phil. <laughs> you can't and, steal uh, Uncle Phil, bro. <laughs> and uh, Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Like, Family Matters used to be my favorite show. Like, the favorite yeah. sitcom you could watch growing up. It was like my favorite. Yes. And then you got to throw uh, Danny Tanner in there. Honorable mention. Oh, yeah. We sound like a couple homeschooled kids, Tyler. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I honestly was going to say Philip Banks as well. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I have no idea how James Avery actually is, but it's funny. I just remember being like a little kid and just uh, watching all the reruns of Fresh Prince and just being like, just like learning lessons from this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> stupid sitcom. But yeah, I would say definitely, definitely Philip Banks for uh, growing up in the 90s. And then and then right now I'd have to go with Bluey's dad. I mean, I have to agree with Ryan there. Bluey's yeah. dad is, uh, <laughs> he is one heck of a dad. <laughs> One heck of a dad. And girl, I didn't watch a whole bunch of TV growing up, to be honest. Um, but if I had to, if like, I, if I had to pick one, this is gonna be really, this is gonna be really weird. Um, but man, the the grandpa from the Three Ninjas, <laughs> and I always say that. Well, what? <laughs> I say that one because. Um, my son is absolutely obsessed with the three ninjas right now. Right. But um, the grandpa in there is so like wise and so stern, but he expects a very high level of commitment um, from these, from these okay. three boys. But at the same time, like is very individualized in how he teaches these kids lessons Right. And that is very inspiring to me because um, obviously, you know, I've got a boy and a girl and they're going to learn and they're going to experience the world in two drastically different ways. Um, but what I want to what I want to make sure that I do is is whenever we're talking about a life lesson or, or you know, that we're going through something that was very difficult for them or, you know, whatever it is, I want to make sure that I am not putting my own self into their shoes and trying to yeah. really, I would say, Abe explain things in a way that makes sense for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I think that I think that the great ball and the three ninjas does that very, very well. And there's also, there's one other thing on there that is, is pretty inspiring as well. Um, is that nothing gets in the way of them, of those three boys and the grandpa. Like the grandpa just yeah. like would yeah. move heaven and earth, whatever he had to do to take care of them, you know, and that's, and that for me is like, yeah. you know, that for me is. This reminds me of another TV dad, uh, master splinter. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Heck yeah. He had no business adopting those five turtles, but he did. Oh, uh, sure did. Yeah. What a show. <laughs> Uh, my favorite TV dad is definitely Phil Dumphy from Modern Family. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but he is definitely was definitely my favorite TV dad. Uh, I'd say I'd say that Phil is a physical representation of who I want to be as a dad. He's super goofy, but he would literally do and does anything for his family. He, he doesn't only provide, but he's a positive influence. He's a teacher in everything he does. He loves to make the holidays special. Uh, he tries to stay relevant for his kids. She may or may not be very good at, but he's trying. Um, he's, <laughs> he's, in he's invested into his kids' education. He's protective. He helps with dinners. Uh, and he's absolutely absolutely infatuated with his wife. And I feel like that's like everything that I want to be. Um, maybe not as absolutely crazy as he is, but man, he's it's like my favorite show right now, and he is uh he's he's my favorite TV dad. I'd say I'd say some honorable mentions go out to Michael Bluth from Arrested Development. Uh never seen it. You've never seen Arrested Development? No. Oh, I've never good. seen that or Modern Family, to be honest with There's you. There's always money in the banana stand, Tyler. There's always money in the banana stand. Uh, Dre Johnson from Blackish. It's a great one. 
And uh, for all the girls out there listening, Adam Braverman from Parenthood. Oh. Or some some other honorable mentions that I had. That was such Another a good show, seen. man. That was a good show. <clears throat> it was like the first This Is Us, but not as dramatic. What about Alan Matthews from uh, Boy Meets World? What about Mr. Feeney? <laughs> yeah, what about, yeah, what about Mr. Feeney, dude? What about the legendary, the, the man, the myth, the legend? Uh, the wow, so legendary. <laughs> so legendary, <laughs> so legendary we don't even know who he is. <laughs> we want to know, what are some of your New Year's resolutions and goals? We look forward to hearing some of your answers. Please write into the show by messaging us on Instagram at somehowidad or email us at somehowidad at gmail.com. Also, if you have any questions about dad life, parenting, or marriage questions, please reach out to us on Instagram or email as well. Thank you all so much for listening. Please give us five stars and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time. I'm Gordo. Uh, I'm Abe. Was not ready for that. I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Gary. We're going to need to polish that. Oh, my God. It's remember the I'm totally supposed to get like that. It's hilarious. <laughs> wow. uh, I was like, is he going to enter? Is he going to like say my name? And then after nope. like 10 seconds, nope, I, I just like, wanted to see yep, where I was going to go. Yep. This is also I how we that. how we parent our kids. Sometimes we just let things happen. This is, yeah, it's always on the fly, dude. Yeah, it's no edits. Remember that being good enough isn't the goal. Being the best version of you, which includes being a parent, is. Love you. Bye. Bye. Are we saying our names again or no? Be careful with the bow. Be careful with the bow. Be careful.